but so, it's, it's know, one, I it's don't like, like human. Yeah. And Ooh. I can't get down with it. Yeah, Jeez. that is. Oh, like risk management. I'm too. Mm. I shouldn't mm. be thinking all this risk uh, management. Put it in a hot sauce or deep fried. Make it palatable. <laughs> deep fried human. Uh, am I allowed <laughs> to get the bones? Am I allowed to get the bones to my dogs, or would you like to have to make bone soup? Oh, now we're getting into too much. Well, that's that's a good question. Welcome to 1,000 Crazy Questions, the podcast. I'm your currently sane host, Houston Pierce. This is a podcast where I have at least one guest a week and ask them a series of crazy with rather questions. We get to the psyche of our guests and support topics and questions that maybe shouldn't have been explored. I take my question from you, listener, from the list of 1,000 questions. You can submit questions, yes, and at me at 1kcrazyquestions.com or at 1,000 Crazy Questions on Instagram. That's 1000 on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter at 1K Houston Pierce. Your social media name will get a shout out if your question that you submitted makes the episode. And please rate and follow with thousand crazy questions on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, wherever your podcasts are found. Podchaser specifically is a really nice one that I actually will talk more about at the end of the show. And um, with all that housekeeping out the way, let's get into the episode this week. We have with us a lot of things, a freelance writer, construction engineer, manager, mentor, best-selling author, and overall model of professionalism, Becky Peraz. Becky, and just tell listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're coming from, and all that stuff. Thanks, Houston. So I'm over here in Australia, far, far away. And yeah, I've had 30 years in the construction industry, starting out um, studying engineering and doing drafting. So I, I paid my way through engineering. And yeah, then kind of went, oh, engineering, not really interested in the design so much. That's a lot of computer work. And, you know, I had a bit more of a fetish, I suppose, for kind of the, the Christopher Wren and, and Roman style of building where, hey, try this and see if the building stays up. And so I got into the construction side and, you know, got out, got out on site and got my boots dirty. And that was pretty much the, the love of my life. I really enjoyed being out there and, you know, seeing things be built, be a part of the actual process rather than sort of separate from it with just, you know, the paperwork and the, all the pictures that look pretty. And yeah, 30 years later, I've worked on 500 million plus projects managing them. And then I got stuck into sort of, uh, I suppose you'd call it nonfiction writing on leadership. People would always ask me, like, how did you do it? How have you managed? You've obviously got a lot of skills. What are they? Conflict resolution and resilience and, and all that sort of stuff that comes from a long career, let alone a, a, a challenging career. And so I kind of got mm -hmm. the bug of writing and I've been writing for nearly 10 years uh, up to now where I'm actually trying my hand at a fiction set in the construction world, obviously. So they say, well, write what you know. So, yeah, so, and there's not a lot out there. I kind of, you know, I'm an avid reader, but rarely do I find a book uh, that is well written about the construction industry. So that's kind of the challenge I've set for myself for the next tick off the bucket list. Cool, yeah. When we connected to set this up, yeah, I found your thing just super interesting, simply the amount of work that you had done. But which one did you, which one do you like doing more than, like you said, you know, you were committed to construction engineering for a while. Which, which one's not easier? Which one do you enjoy doing more, the writing or being out there with construction? Oh, that's actually a tough one. I, I like them both. Which one I enjoy more? I think as I get older, I enjoy the writing more. I'm a bit more, I'm a bit more solo. I don't have to, you know, be on site breathing in the dust and listening to the machines and all the rest of it for 12 hours. 
you know, when I was younger, it probably would have been flipped. You know, that's where all the action happens and exciting and you kind mm. of, you know, you feel the machine and your heartbeat and all that sort of stuff. But as I said, I'm getting a bit older now, so probably the writing. But that doesn't mean to say I don't still love being out on site and, and in the middle of it. But, yeah, mm. I'm getting a bit, bit sedate. I think they call that growing old. <laughs> That's a really great analysis. Yeah. So like it could have been your favorite or maybe it was your favorite a decade or so ago, but now writing's taken over. Yeah, that's pretty fair. In that case, I don't think writing would be your favorite then. It's just the evolution or whatever of, of yourself. That's probably a fair thing to say. Like, as I said, if I go out on site, I still love it. It's I I don't really ever want to stop being involved in the construction industry. I'm just getting to the point where with 30 years of my experience, I'd rather pass it on to younger people and offer them sort of coaching and mentoring and help them shortcut. Like, you know, back back in my day, um, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, I come from paper-based systems. My drafting, I was still using pen and ink, you know, stuff that people now kind of go like, huh, how did you even do that? You know, CAD 10, AutoCAD 10, and I think that's like up to 24 or something now. So it kind of shows the iteration. And I think I've learned a lot over that time. And I think it's it's lessons I can shortcut people. You know, a lot of young people will probably do the same things I did and have the same goals and get shut down by, you know, the industry and the hierarchy and all that sort of stuff. So I have a lot of that knowledge I suppose to pass on and shortcut lessons and really kind of help motivate people, particularly young women, because, you know, it's still tough in the industry. It's a lot better than it was, but it's still tough. And it's a tough industry. So I think to young men that haven't necessarily grown up with a lot of resilience can also, it can be something that they can use. I don't know what your sort of stats are over there, but our industry is um, pretty, pretty toxic with with male suicide. Mm. Um, and so part of my drive is to try and help and pass on all the skills I've got to reduce that impact in some way because it's, you know, it's it's tough to watch and it's, you know, the older generation first but then it's the very young generation second in terms of the stats and that's not a great tick in the box for our industry either. So yeah, I suppose it's that changing of skill as I see I have more value to give in, in leading and managing and supporting and mentoring and facilitating growth than I do being out on site and, and telling them how to put this where and, and what, because, you know, there's lots of other people out there with that skill, but not everyone has the ability to translate it into learnings the way I have and do. Yeah, that's really cool. Honestly, yeah, it's very noble. We have, I don't know them offhand, but some statistics like that too. Yeah, it's just, I think, I don't know, maybe it's global, but I think typically males, I'll stick to the U.S. I don't know, I think typically, yeah, <laughs> uh, typically males are more suicidal. Yeah, that's a thing. And yeah, that, that's very, uh, it's very cool of you to, to, to turn it, um, well, to switch the way you're doing it, but still have it be about that specific subject in a way that's more personable, you know, that helps that side of it. That's very cool. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's what the industry lacks, I think, is a lot of willing leaders and guidance and willing mentors to give over you know look I've, I've fucked this up don't do that to put it bluntly you know and and we all know men don't like to say that very and it's not very easy for them to say they haven't been taught to say that 
they've been taught to, you know, always be right and be strong. And I think that has a lot to do with it. So, you mm. know, I, I still have all the knowledge and experience that a man does, but I've probably got that sort of more female empathetic side to be a little bit more discerning, a little less harsh, a little bit more giving and able to communicate in, in perhaps a more reasonable way. So anyway, that's that's my goal. I would love to get paid to do that and actually, you know, use that to, to build towards my retirement and, and just do that. But um, yeah, it's hard to get the word out there. And obviously, global climate at the moment it's just tough everywhere so but that's a part of my message is that there is hope for younger people it's a hard industry we don't need to make it harder we should be trying to make it easier nice that's a good saying honestly yeah i don't know if it's like slogan that's a good way of thinking yeah that message might come up as we go on to here though i think it's going to shine through i got to explain to listeners the rules of the podcast real quick sure there are two rules to this game slash conversation. Rule number one, you must always answer the question, no matter what. If you have no preference towards one or the other, you say the phrase, the coin, meaning that each choice is 50-50 to you and that one is neither worse or better than the other. But that rarely happens, so it may not get used. Rule number two, whoever asks the question doesn't have to answer it. They choose not to. These rules exist because as the questions become harder to answer, the rules become harder to follow. This week, we have a Red Band episode, so the questions asked and topics discussed will probably not be family-friendly. If you want to check out the blue versions of this podcast where things are a bit more toned down, um, they're just as ridiculous, they're just as insightful, and I encourage you to go check them out. They just have blue band in front of them if you look through the other episodes. And Beck, is Beck okay? I, I, have, Beck I, have, a, I have an overwhelming mm-hmm. nag in my head to say Becky for some reason, but Beck. That's my actual name, but Beck is the shortening I, I have lived by. And, and another couple of words starting with B too while I'm on site, but um, you can get into that. <laughs> Best friend. Uh, <laughs> So, Beck, just want to remind you, if you have any different questions for me or any variations of the questions I have asked you, this is a conversational podcast, so just, you know, let me know. There is no interrupting. Quick room porn disclaimer for the listeners. Everything is hypothetical. I say this every episode, but every episode it is true. I don't know if you're offended or not, but we might step on some toes. I'm sorry, but hey, you turned this on. <laughs> Lastly, before we... Can I punch uh, fold here? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Lastly, before we begin... Yeah, Beck, if, do you have anything to ask and or declare before we get started? Are there any inherent judgmental biases you know you may have? No. In fact, I've worked my whole life to make sure I have reduced and lessened and removed inherent biases. And, you know, we all know the stuff we're taught as a child doesn't necessarily translate into who we want to be as an adult. So I'd like to think I don't have any, but also I'm equally human. So if they come up, we'll both have a journey of discovery if I discover one. Cool, yeah, that's what this is all about. I kind of that, mm-hmm. that and a bunch of fart jokes, but yeah. Uh, an engineer, that's just a matter of course. <laughs> all right, first question. This first question, I, I think this is a bit, it's a, it's a bit thinky, I think. <laughs> thinky, never used that word before. But uh, would you rather have everyone like you, everyone's up front and very real with you, everyone treats you fairly, and overall, everyone loves your presence, or you don't need food, oxygen, or water, or sleep to live. You don't need any of those things. You can still eat. You can still sleep if you want to. But otherwise, you're a being that doesn't need any of the stuff that humans really need. Yeah, option two. 
without even really thinking about it. I would take, I have rheumatoid arthritis, so I have a chronic fatigue situation that goes Mm. with that. So immediately the idea of not having to sleep and then the amount of sleep I need to kind of function is just ideal, you know? And it's like you said, it's a need. So if I can still eat because I love food, then that's a hands down, no problem. And I suppose the reason why I'm not interested in being loved by everybody is you don't get good feedback that way. You don't grow that way. You're never challenged. If you are always that perfect person which if you have a a bunch of people around you that just reflect that you're never challenged to grow change you know your ideals are never challenged you're constantly told yes by people and I don't it sounds like a nice way to live but I actually don't think it's a great way to live but it's true. But I did I did think of that because that does suck. But everyone is still real with you as part of this. Everyone's n- they're not going to lie to you. They're not going to tell you something just you want to hear. It's just they're going to say it and treat you fairly. There's no there's no sharp. There's no sharpness to it. It's not like they're just not going to be sharp with you. They're just going to be like, hey, I think you may have been wrong here. Everyone, every, but you'll still get feedback. It's just going to be, you know, the very nice, unrealistic you know yeah i think that's the, what the, it is the hr just, training just or whatever <laughs> yeah it's it's impossible no one, the pc version always yeah. exactly yeah. yeah um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a bunch of that the right way quote unquote to do things of the, the right way and look i like that idea too but you know what sometimes you just need a really good yelling match too you just need to get the blood up and have a bit of a dragon bellow and uh-huh. and you know get it out of your system too so uh yeah no i'm still gonna go with the other okay yeah i gotta agree with that when someone like says actually i disagree but you know you disagree back at them and then they just bow out and they just give up that it's a cave okay. yeah yeah, yeah like, like, oh no like, okay i'm gonna go no, like, no, st- no st- stand up for what you what'd you say back it up that's <laughs> right. wait Stick a minute to it. that's right yeah have the power of your convictions and yes that's something i am very very good at i wouldn't have had 30 years in construction if i hadn't have had total faith in my own forethought and planning and journey so yeah it's yeah all it's, right it's, that was just a warm-up that was a warm-up. Yeah, no problem at all. All right, I just you know, listen up. Here we go. Hydration, yep. Number two. Would you rather be able to teleport objects to you, just objects and just to you? You can't move them around the room or whatever. You can't move yourself. It's just okay. objects to you. Or be able to rewind time five seconds and you have to wait another five seconds to use the power again. But you could do this whenever you want. Do this whatever I want. I... As long as you have that five second recharge, you could do whatever you want to go back five yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. Look, and you know, that has some value because that instant you make a decision, if you can recognize that you've made the wrong one, you could do that rewind. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. you don't often recognize you've made the decision until certainly more time has passed yeah. and more At least 10 seconds, taken. yeah. Or, or, you know, a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm not sure that that has a lot of value. The yeah, teleportation, I do like the idea of teleportation. Have you ever dropped like, like, a, like a, yeah, teleportation. Have you ever dropped like an, an object, like a mug though, and been like, oh man, and then, you know, like drop I a have, pin. Yeah, but you know what? You can basically pick that up. Like it's, you know, that's not a tragedy to me. Okay. If I was going to have some sort of power of rewind, I'd be using it for the big stuff and the important stuff. Like, you know. It could be big. Up. It could be. If, if someone, could be. worst case, gets squashed in front of you by a piano. 
five seconds. Then I'd probably, you know, be like, damn, I wish I'd picked that one. But um, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm inherently lazy. And also, too, like this power on a job site, instead of having to walk like a couple of kilometers to the end of the job site to go and pick up whatever it was I left there, I could just be like, mm, power of my mind, mm-hmm. come to me. You know, that's, yeah, I'm liking that one. So I think I'm going to stick with that one. Wow. Me and you kind of think alike. Yeah. Because (laughs) (laughs) interviews, man, we're all the same. (laughs) Yeah. No, I feel, I feel the same way, honestly. And, uh, I guess to peek behind the curtain, I kind of, this five second one, I kind of stole it from Futurama because they have the same concept, except it wasn't five seconds. It was, I think, uh, 30 seconds or a minute, something like that. But it was something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the catch, you can't go back. You keep keep going back 30 seconds because you needed the 30 second recharge. So it keeps you from going back in time. It's just more of a, Mistake fix. Reset. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, works great for something like Futurama, but I don't think it's actually the value that you'd think it would be in real life. Yeah. It'd be more of a, you might even forget you have it, honestly, because like your life would just kind of go on and what you could, I think you, you know what I'd use it if I did have it, I would just say whatever I was going to say and then like sort of like, you know, writing a trash email and then deleting it. I'd say, that's why. Like, that, that's why. That that's why your husband left you. Like, like, oh, that's that's yeah, why, get to say what I really want to say. That's why you have no friends. Click. No <laughs> yeah, I do like that use yeah. of it. Go off However, on people and then snake five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. However, you've only got five seconds, and sometimes it's just not enough to fully express yeah. your disdain for some people. So yeah, mm-hmm. we'll stick with the teleportation of of, of items. I'm, I'm going to go with that. So that's a functional use I can get down with. Okay. I actually agree with you on that one. It's just it's just more fun. And just it's a it's an awesome trick to like Thor's hammer just yes. just to zoop things across the room. Yes, especially if no one else has that. It's like, oh, you want your cat? Hang on a minute. And you know, just do some <laughs> little actions like oh, it's just a thing I learned. Magician yeah. school. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, magician school. <laughs> That's magician school. Yeah. That's yeah. No, we're on the same page with that. All right, cool. Yeah, you're burning these. This next one, I am going to skip and I'm going to ask this regular question. How much should people be themselves? You know, do you, how much do you think people should be themselves? This is your opinion. And how much of that do you think needs to change? You know, the, the classic phrase, be yourself, you know. Be authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How much of that is real? How does that need to be updated and or changed? Is there even, is there even any truth to it? There's a lot of truth to it, absolutely. I think people should be real about, I kind of go 90% of the time. So in engineering, you tend to have a 10% sample size or a 10% testing size, and I always kind of have a 10% of 10% error margin. So the 10, and just like we were talking, you know, we're using that five seconds to reset, just telling people what we actually think. That's the 10% where probably being authentic isn't going to achieve what you want in life. <laughs> And so I think there's merit in sometimes keeping your thoughts to yourself. You know, if you can't be kind, say nothing. There's a lot of phrases around. There's no need to, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And, you know, not dumping on people. And it's, you know, I suppose with the rise of social media, and I'm a little bit older than you, so I kind of know a time before social media where courtesy and politeness were values that everyone kind of upheld. And sadly, these days, with that sort of anonymity behind the screen and fake names and fake profiles, people have kind of learnt to be and say and do the first thing that comes into their mind. And often that's not useful, helpful, kind, or any of those kind of things that you normally filter responses through. So being authentic, absolutely. 
And the way I see that being relevant is don't try and be someone you're not. Don't try and look like someone you aren't. Don't diet because that's what society says that, you know, you should be thin. Don't, you know, wish you were a different person except who you are. That's where that value comes in. But like I've done coaching qualifications and things. And what I find predominantly is that nothing is always 100% true. It's truth, but then there's the reality of the world we live in and the interaction with others. Mm -hmm. So while I say, yes, I'm authentic and I am 100% what you see is what you get, at the same time, I know there's a lot of things that go through my brain when I hear people talking that I'm never going to say to them. And some of that is as is as blunt and harsh and critical as you are an utter fucking muppet. How do you even breathe and tie your shoelaces at the same time? Now, that may be true for them, but it is not my responsibility to tell them that and share that in that particular way with them. I can be more conducive to their learning by providing appropriate feedback, which is the HR version, or I can just keep my mouth shut and not let it ruin my day and move on. And, you know, maybe they'll find the right person to give them that feedback, Mm -hmm. or maybe that is who they are and they're never going to change. And that's just, we're just not each other's people. So there's always a yes but with that so I kind of like 90% authentic save that 10% harsh critical inner voice for just you and maybe a couple of close friends like I play a game with a girlfriend every now and then when we're out called you know kill me if I ever okay. and that's if we see something where we're like oh my god I would never wear that I'd never do that you know and it's not necessarily about judging someone else it's more about us having a few laughs and kind of looking you know the thing that we say kill me if I never when we were younger is certainly not stuff we're saying now so it's about measuring our growth and all that sort of thing too Mm. but I would never ever involve anyone and those parties that we're talking about in the conversation and make them feel less than as a result of what we say we're also comedians so we just like to out to each other on funny so that's why I kind of go yeah 10% keep it to yourself and just remember that, you know, being kind, being courteous, being helpful and facilitating other people's growth is a part of that human experience while you're being authentic. Because I think some people use being authentic as a weapon mm-hmm. um, in that way. And that's not authentic. That's just cruel. Hmm. Okay. I, I agree with a lot of what you said, like 90% of it. And the game, Kill Me If I Ever, I haven't heard of that before. That's interesting. I, I think I want <laughs> I'm gonna... I think we made that one up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, like, if you like. I like it. I think I will. But response to that, though, is what about those people who are just assholes? Just flat out. Just like it seems like that is their yep. authentic selves. That like, is their authentic like, selves. Like yes. it just seems like. like I've had they're... bosses like that. Yes. Yeah. How much should those people just be themselves? And like, does the rule apply to everyone of be yourself if your true self is someone who truly sucks eggs? Should you actually be that person? Well, okay, here's the thing. We can always change, okay? The human condition has the ability to change who they are, their behaviours, their thoughts, their actions, what if their it's, beliefs. What if it's someone, and I have a particular individual in mind who used to yep. hold a specific seat of power, specifically in my country, and stepped, didn't step, <laughs> like it, it left <laughs> I rather... I who you're talking about. Yeah, yep. there's so many people. But like this person has a big following. Most people support this guy. Uh, he may have incited in, in sort of an in, insurrection. I don't know. But anyway. We, we get the news over here and I was, I'm, yep, I'm following, I'm picking up what you put okay, down. Okay, okay, yeah. cool. Okay. And he, like, I think, like, some people are just past the point of self-reflection, wanting mm-hmm. self-change, mm-hmm. and just too ingrained because of, I think, age, situation, and a, a cocktail of just... Uh, basically, they've been given permission by a leader 
in the world to behave a certain way and they are running with that is probably summarising what you're trying to say. That's a different story because I don't believe those people are being authentic. Hmm, okay. And okay. I don't believe that particular person you're talking about is authentic. Okay. I think that, and this might be a little bit controversial, but I yeah. have watched that person over time. I used to watch TV shows they were involved in. Mm-hmm. And I watched it from a professional perspective as much as I watched it from a, oh, this will be interesting perspective because I'm a project manager. Mm-hmm. I think the person you're talking about, there is nothing authentic about that person at all. Hmm. I think everything is for camera, for show, and I think the people who have fallen for that thinking that's authentic deserve a lot of pity because they've bought the Kool-Aid even though the whole point of view and premise is they aren't drinking the Kool-Aid. They are the mass consumers of what I call that particular era in times Kool-Aid. That's Look, that's a longer discussion than we've got time for. Too. And, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. we've, got, we've got two countries' opinion because I haven't seen everything that's happened over there too. However, and there's a point where I just kind of went, I can't watch this news anymore. It's embarrassing <laughs> from a humanity perspective, let alone oh, you know yeah. a leadership perspective, let alone from a Western world perspective. Yeah, you know, here we are judging you know potentially third world countries for what they're doing, while this person is acting like a shivering yeah. baboon. And even then, I'd probably vote for the baboon. So, yeah, yeah. power of odds, the baboon's going to get things right more often. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but I I think the the premise that we're we're sort of talking about here is that none of those people are being authentic. Okay. They've joined a cult, they've joined a club, they've joined an ideal, they've signed up for a way of life they've been sold that isn't necessarily reflecting them authentically, but they belong and they join and their voices have power. And that is a part of the psychology behind what's been done, I suppose, to create the situation because those people are all generally from the known majority, as in white, middle class, etc. And they are the biggest voices in how they are the silent majority and yet they aren't silent and they can't see the irony in that. So I think the lack of authenticity is, is more what that situation is about, being marketed as I just call it like it is which is yeah. not true at all. It's all about the clicks and the ticks. Yeah. Not to get into this too much, because we have to leave this question, but it sounds like you kind of favor the side of people are inherently good or not evil. It sounds like that. Is that, is that sort of reflect your thinking? To, I do tend to try and give people the benefit of the doubt. I understand that society, the way they've grown up, um, what they've been through can change them into someone who is bitter and twisted and in it for themselves and doesn't care about other people. Mm -hmm. However, I come from a background like that as well. So I was abused as a child. My father was an alcoholic. He beat the crap out of my mum, et cetera, et cetera. Like insert all of the tropes and cliches Mm -hmm. you can around that. Mm -hmm. We grew up in in a housing commission. I don't know what you call it over there, but state-assisted housing where, you know, Projects Otherwise, is what we call it. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. That's the kind of, you know, environment I grew up in. Mm. And yet I still managed to turn myself into what I consider a fairly decent human being. Like my father was a narcissist. He was a racist. He was a, a misogynist. Like you name any ist and he's kind of got it going on. Mm. You know, he was a hypocrite. He believed the Bible and then beat his wife with it. Um, oh, quite richly, had you know, it, just like he yeah, was a yeah. pig of a man. So, you know, like you're the person you were talking about, they, mm-hmm. if he was still alive today, then I just wouldn't be able to talk to him because he'd be all over that guy, like like white on rice. Whoa. Um, 
And that would be very against my principles and who I am. So I do believe that despite what society teaches us and how we grow up and what we're supposed to believe, that we can make our own choices. But I think we have to be very clear that that's a journey we're willing to take because it can be very hard to look at yourself and kind of go, hmm, maybe I was that person. Maybe I had those beliefs. Maybe I acted out in that way as a child and I hurt people as a result. And no one wants to feel like they've hurt people in terms of that's why a lot of people who perpetuate abuse cycles keep doing it because they mm. won't actually often take the time to go, why am I doing this? Because it was done to me, because I don't know any other way, because I refuse to learn any other way. If I refuse to go and get help to find if there's any other way. I'm just going to go, this is done to me and I feel better when I do it to others. And that's a very sad state of affairs. But once again, I don't believe that's authentic. That is, you know, we're now getting into that nature versus nurture kind of mm-hmm. kind of discussion. discussion. Mm-hmm. And I suppose I am an advocate for there is merit in both yes. because I know what I grew up with nurture, the exact opposite, but I know the person I've turned into. And I would hope that that is a far better person than I, the potential of my um youth would have thought anyone to believe yeah yeah well yeah you overcame a lot sheesh yes well i'm glad i'm glad you came out of it semi-decent uh so we can you know talk about it well i mean okay fine fully decent (laughs) i was gonna say at least like 90 percent i threw that out before that was like a solid indication 90 percent yeah 90 percent that's 90 actually i think that's an a kind of is it yeah. Well, I'm all, I'm an A. I'm a I'm a I'm a top shelf student. I'm, that's what I've always tried to get. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I don't do C's. I don't do it. <laughs> um, my my um my motto for life is I'd rather die first than drink from a cup of mediocrity, which is why I challenge the semi because I don't do averages. Uh, and the motto for <laughs> me and a bunch of other uh, engineers in my school is C's get degrees. So yes, I don't know. I, yeah. Yes, that means yeah, the, do- the the doctor honest, who got the doctor who got. Yes, the doctor who gets all C's is the is the doctor, and the doctor who gets all A's is a doctor. It's like sort of an end justifies the means, the means justifies the end sort of deal. And because I've done the engineering degree, if I'd known that, I probably would have aimed for C's myself. Because <laughs> a lot of what you, because a lot of what you do in the degree, you don't actually use in the real world. And when, frankly, when you come out of a degree and start on site, you don't know anything. You think you do, but you really don't. And you've got to, you've, all you've learned is to learn how to learn. You know, learn how to look stuff up, find legislation, regulation, and put information together. But you don't know nothing. <laughs> and I've, I've managed a lot of graduate engineers, so I've had to burst that little bubble of guess what? Mm. You don't know anything. You just have a piece of paper that says you have learnt stuff, and you can probably repeat it. To me no that's relevant to this real world situation doctors that have c's probably scare me and i think they end up gps doctors have a's end up getting paid a lot more so you know that's something to think about but in terms of you know c's get degrees you're right but isn't that a part of kind of the sorrow i feel that we are led to aim for mediocre as a way of fitting in with society yeah yeah more American thought would be as a way to sort of make it in terms of like success, you know, like money, it's like to act, not just to fit in, but to actually thrive, survive in society. You need to like just get the piece of paper that says I can do this job. I know I know it's at least the deal for a lot of fellow students I know. 
my issue with that is that's okay if you do that for your degree, but if you go into your job with that same attitude and that same attitude follows you for the rest of your career, you're the engineer I'm always having a problem with who doesn't really pay attention to what they're doing on site, thinks, oh, that's enough, that's good enough, is okay in the building industry. And that's what causes buildings and bridges to fail and all that sort of stuff. So I suppose there is, you know, there is my boundary and that I get it, get your degree, do the C's, that's fine. Do not keep that attitude when you go into engineering. Otherwise, I'm going to be your worst nightmare as a boss. Um, yeah. There's that's some that, free mentoring for hey, everybody listening. <laughs> that's that's honestly, yeah, that's pretty fair. And I think that goes past engineering. It's a it's a yeah. satirical saying that I think only kind of applies to school. But yeah, I think I agree with you. Taking into life is very problematic, especially if you're a doctor, engineer, or something like that, where people's mm-hmm. lives people's depend lives, on. Exactly. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. We have thoroughly exhausted that question, by the way. So I think so. Yes, yeah. that's really well. Gonna, I can't I'm remember gonna, what it was actually, but <laughs> that's how bad it. That's how bad it is. We've left it. But so this one's a bit lighter. Would you rather have to eat one person a year to pay for rent, or join a two-day orgy to? Oh, what is? I can't finish the rest. Hold on. What does it say? <laughs> sorry, sorry, audience. All right, join a two-day. Oh, sorry, obese orgy. So everyone in there is going to be obese to heal yourself from uh, and others from any injury. So you can pretty much go to this orgy and have someone in so mind and then heal them. porn is what you're offering me here. Uh, yes, but they, both give, but they both give you stuff. They both give you stuff. The first like, one. Oh, yeah, there's outcomes. Yeah. One yeah. outcome is very me and I don't have to what, pay rent. And the other is like everyone in the world's okay. You could, you could save people by joining and doing this thing. You could save yourself and save people. You you could heal people. Cannibalism and porn. There's not really a contest here. Like flesh is flesh. Hey, if there's (laughs) if there are bases more flesh, like if that's your thing, then you're just gonna get off more, aren't you? So I'm like. However, part of me does want to choose cannibalism just for the controversy. Let me clarify. You're not saving everyone with one trip. This is like one person at a time. Each orgy. It's like this, you're going to make a habit of this thing. I just, just oh, hang on. That wasn't the rules. That's not what you said. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. Damn. I do want to rewind on that. It's not. <laughs> okay, hang it's, on. It's not right, the. So multiple, multiple orgies, multiple porn. Yes. Or mul- one person a year. Yes. So, like, for instance, for example, the orgy one, if you go and they say you have an illness, you will be healed from the thing. But at least if your friend's sick, you go again to the okay, same orgy, again. pretty much, and then she'll heal oh, really? her. I'm still not seeing that as a massive problem. <laughs> apart, apart from the fact that I'm inherently uh, lazy and it sounds like a lot of effort and eating one person. It's two here. days. An orgy is two days. That's a lot. That's a... An orgy should be two days at least. Like, come on, <laughs> if, you, if you're doing it right, it should definitely be a long time. All right, um, I guess. It's a lot of work, but okay. Exactly. That's where I'm kind of like, that's my only, let me think about that some more. That is a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. You need Mm -hmm. to stay hydrated, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, granted, all of that sort of thing. They'll probably have some breaks, I imagine, but you know, it's that's. Well, work. I'm kind of going with the whole sort of Romanesque, where they had like you know orgy rooms and then vomitoriums, and so mm-hmm. you'd, you'd feast on flesh and then you'd feast on food, then you'd go chuck up, then you pass out for a while, and you just <laughs> keep on going. You know, I could get behind that sort of thing if it was well organized. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of effort. So I'm kind of eat one person a year. I have always thought I'd be on the I could take the zombies down side of cannibalism and flesh eating. So kind of joining that club. I don't know. I don't know now. I'm kind of torn. 
Yeah. Like I still think porn versus cannibalism hands down is the best idea, <laughs> but effort versus the reward now is kind of, you know, that is something worth thinking about. Mm-hmm. I know, and the clock's ticking. I'm going to have to make a decision. I'm glad I was able to stump you, though, with this one. Yeah, I, I, hope it, <laughs> I was hoping it was I like, is this, this balance? Hands down, like, oh, gee, come on, absolutely. But now I'm like, mm, that is a lot of effort. It's multiple On orgies. Whole, yeah. It is, but see, again, when you say that, that just, it just in my brain goes, where is the problem? <laughs> like, it's, you know, tap in, the, tap out. The it's problem a is, tap in, tap out when you're there. Like, it is two days. It's it's two days worth of, of a. Uh, okay. Do you have to be fully engaged oh, for yeah. full two days? You're healing someone from a, they, they could be on the brink of death. Yeah, and, but and, like, and can, you have hour, your, can you have an hour power nap or something? You yeah, know, yeah, you, they'll probably give you some some orange slices, some water balls. I'm sure there's going to be break time. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm That's sure. What I mean, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure. Pause for hydration. Yeah, I'm sure. But like, um, it's it's you've been to an all day anything like the most of it's work. Even if you do get an hour off for lunch or whatever, because yeah, yeah. you know people need to eat, you're going right back into the pit. You got to go right back in there. Yeah, but I've been in intense situations for multiple days and I'm not probably going to define intense any more than that. So, you know, <laughs> let's just say I may have more experience than you give me credit for in this realm. Okay, okay. Um, you know, I lots of opportunity when you're a female in construction. Let's just say that. So oh, I'm oh, just, all right. You know, okay, you well, yeah. choose. Well, I mean, this is this is this is for you to make. This is for you. You could save a lot of money just, on rent, though, like a year's worth. I know, of... and then I could live in a really, really expensive house too. Yes, like we're yes. talking like rockstar oh, yeah. mansion and pay, kind of for free. Yeah, and pay so, rent, quote unquote, for it. And by the way, I don't know if you thought about this yet, but just prepare the person. You know, cook them up nice. You know, just have them well, have some garnish I, and mm, get a exactly. Chef. You could experiment with flavors and yeah. marinades uh-huh, and. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, you know, this is tough because I like eating and that's, you know, Mm -hmm. that'd be an eating experience. However. It's just one day. Yeah. Yeah, but it's per year, isn't it? It's per year. Yes. But it's it's one. I don't like human and I can't get down with it. Yeah. Yeah, that is something. I like risk management. I'm too, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't Mm -hmm. be thinking all this risk management. Put it in a hot sauce sauce or deep fry it. Make it palatable. (laughs) Deep fry it. Human. Uh, am I letting the bones to my dogs or would like to have to make bone soup and kind of consume as much? Oh, now we're getting into too much oh, that's, that's a good question. Uh, I know, right? Because I don't do sweet meat, so do I have to eat their organs? Or can uh, I invite friends around to share this feast with me? As long as you're eating, but like you got to get 90% of this. Like you got to be pretty, if you're sharing it, you got to be very selfish with this food. Like let's say 90, okay. at least 90% of the human. And you know, you got to get an A on this assignment. You need to eat ninety percent of the pH. Like okay, got, so, all right, I'm going, um, if I can get an A on this assignment, I'm going poor. Like, like that's I'll get my A there. Thanks. That's it. Okay. <laughs> and an O and probably a few other things. Yep. Okay. Go for the orgy. Got yeah. it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Gold star. One hundred percent. That was good. And I am going to choose to move past this question, and not because I can't, <laughs> an, and not because I can't answer, but because of time's sake, because I want to get to yep. the rest of these, but. <laughs> You took that one like a champ. Okay. This one's this one's kind of edgy. This is the one I mentioned before. before, before oh, so this is the challenge question. This is the challenge question. This is a, not distinction, but high distinction. This is, yeah, yeah, the discerning one. All right. This is a little discerning. I don't know. Maybe you, I don't know your comfort level with this. <laughs> Come on. Just say it. Just bring it on. Would you rather have a toothed 
vagina or have a tiny penis for a tongue? There it is. That oh. is the question. Yes, you open up mm. your mouth and ah, there mm. it is. Yeah, it still okay. it, it still functions like a tongue, but it's shaped exactly like it's shaped erotically, yep. phallically. Yep. yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how awkward that would actually be physically, <laughs> but I'm trust me to go straight like engineer, right? Does that actually yeah. functionally fit? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say if uh, I like girls, then that would be a really easy answer because that'd just you know be hello I, ladies. As a man, I don't want that. That's not women. Exactly, that's what I mean. So you know, I like I like guys, but I'm just yeah. saying if I liked girls, hands down, oh, that would be the question. Like, what, I don't think so. just like hello ladies. Whoa, look at no. what I can do for you. As, I don't think that's something that I don't. At least I don't know anyone who's wants that. I'm in the girls too, but, but it's I don't tiny. Think, so you oh, know, oh, it's it's about the movement it can do rather than yeah, the that's shuddering. <laughs> <laughs> And like I don't know if that's a good attribute. Like, hey, yeah, I'm like, it's just, that's what my. We know which one my, you're going for. Oof. I don't know. I'd kind of go. Can I have both for this one? You can. I would have so much fun. Like, you know, the whole scary, scary thing. Like I've read books about it. You know, there's some, there's some like really ridiculous romance and books, and I think there's a horror story about it. There's well. like a I'm horror like, movie about it. It's called uh, Exactly. Teeth. I was never like, brave enough to watch it because that. That I see. I started and I was laughing too hard and I just turned it off because <laughs> I was, you know, going to pee my pants kind of thing. It was so ridiculous. But look, it's going to make that two-day orgy a little bit interesting. <laughs> it might end a little short because of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Can I? Do I have to choose one or the other? Or can I go both? I can yeah. go both. Oh, like what the that, hell? Wow. Dangerously. You want yeah. to take both? You want to? Just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the first. I don't even know what to say. Yes, you're Good. a t- uh-huh. you are, See, you I told the- you I was worse than you ever could imagine. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I I think I've someone said why not both before, but no one has sincerely taken it and be like, you know what? Yeah, like no yeah, one is. No one is yeah. wholeheartedly grasped Hands both down, options. Gone. Yep. Yeah. Gone. Give me, the, give me the baby penis and the teeth. Yep. 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 No one's done that. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> Well, I'm just, you know, I'm thinking of that orgy and, you know, I could be the freak show and charge a lot more for my services and the services would be obviously a lot different. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I'm I'm doing it. I'm going both. There would definitely be people into that. I guarantee. Exactly. And the shop value, I just, you know, I think my fortunes would be made to be a lot easier than having to do 30 years in construction. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. You're you're very right. And you could write nonfiction about that and people just think it's fiction. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, just tell me your experience, pretty much. And you know, and I will yeah. answer this one because it's 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 a bit, <laughs> to be fair, and it's a bit simpler for me. I think I think I'll just go with the the penis tongue because it's like I had to get two extra things if I choose the vagina because like that's, <laughs> that's I then right. yeah I'm not trying. That's two things to get. That's two things versus versus. <laughs> that's it depends two, if it replaces what you've already got. Like yeah. you know, oh no no that's even that makes it worse. Like, so. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Exactly. Make... Like you got to read the fine print on these contracts. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm just going with that one. I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's both disturbing, but yes. Okay. There are two questions left because we're squeezing time now. But one of them is regular, and one of them is would you rather. I'm going to leave this up to you. Which one do you want to get to first? One of them's like um, an actual question. Question. And one of them. Save like... the non-serious one for the last, so we can end on a laugh. Okay, that is yep. good. What is more important? 
you know, to you or, you know, for anyone, I guess, what was more important, your health or uh, your family and friend connections? You know, like if you had to lose one or the other, essentially, is what the deal is here. Okay, so this is a bit of a cheat question because okay. I've actually been diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis since I was 18. Yeah. So my health is already pretty shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a lot of deformity in my hands, as you can kind of see in the camera there. I don't know if you can kind of see what I'm talking about. So I've had that since I was 18, since I started my degree. And it's been it's been problematic. And I've been on this treatment and that treatment and all the other treatments and myriad of doctors. Until about 10 years ago, they put me on essentially a chemo treatment, which is immune suppressant, and that's worked fabulously. So when I kind of go, you know, would you rather have your health or your friends? I already kind of feel like I don't have my health and I very strongly went through it with my friends because friends will always, like the right friends will always be there. If you're the right family, like we've talked about my family, so that's not really in the list um, for me. But with the right friends, you can conquer anything. With the right friends, you can get through anything. The right friends will support you and you'll support your mindset and be there for you when you can't be there for yourself. And so that's that's the pick for that one. And yes, that is very serious. So I'm good we put them off on the on the last question. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's very intense and deep and meaningful. But yeah, I already kind of have been through that process of which is more important. And health is more important. Like if I could realistically choose health, I probably would. But I also know that no matter what happens, health career or otherwise in terms of crises friends will always be there for you if they are true friends that you know are the the kind of lifetime friends that you want to you want to make and hold on to in your life so so that's my choice yeah that's a really good choice that's a really good choice i kind of it's kind of like sometimes i come on here just to get advice (laughs) just like ask this (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah "Mm, that's some interesting life thoughts right there take some notes yeah yeah well and hey you know i didn't probably count on some of these questions getting deep but you know sometimes they kind of do when you that's you know part of the interest i suppose is the whole like oh i wasn't expecting that answer i've already done that to you once so we'll we'll keep it real from now on (laughs) yeah no yeah you've fallen for the real trap you've fallen for the profound and serious (laughs) we're we're going deep right now we're we're going in our yep what I've heard, though, when you were explaining that is that essentially friends are more versatile. They can help you with your health or career or all this other stuff in emotional support versus health is, well, one thing in your life. And it could suck a lot, but friends could be there to help you through that. So their friends Absolutely. are more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Friends are friends provide a bigger benefit than just good health. Because if you you have just good health and you're an asshole, then you're mm-hmm. a very lonely person. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have good health and a great job, but not be able to make friends. Then you're just a lonely, well person. You know, in, <laughs> which might be okay for some people, but interaction mm-hmm. and communication is what makes the world go round. And I think the last year and a half of all this isolation globally, as well as community-wise, has really shown us the value of other people that we kind of, I think, lost in this sort of social media storm of well we're all connected it's like well not as much as what we thought when it gets down to some sort of crisis and it's very much a health crisis so that's where I kind of go Hmm. who got you who has got you through this last year and a half to coming up to two years now it's been your friends and family so yeah Hmm. easy choice for me that's pretty good yeah I mean I know some people disagree with you some people have purposely like hated their friends and family because of last year but on the whole of wholesale Pandemic, yeah. pandemic free. Yes, I agree. Yep. To the last one, last question. Okay. Would you rather have pirate teeth? You know, like the stereotypical black teeth, messed up Arr, yellow. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Missing a few. Yeah, yeah. Or a literal baby face. Take your face from when you're a baby, Ooh. 
and on put it and put it on God no. <laughs> that would be scary. That would be weird. I am a 40 hours <clears throat> woman. <laughs> Baby face on me would just be wrong in so many ways. Whereas pirate teeth, almost believable. 30 years in construction, I'm surprised they still have them all. Yeah, though, that's, that's an easy, easy one. Baby oh face my on God. like me is just I mean, no way. Were you a cute baby? I mean, like, you could put. I think you know, I was. Yeah, okay, I was well, a cute baby. Well, then, yeah, I, what's the problem? Just put that, put that I'm on in your face. Really, Sort of, you know, I'm closer to 50 than I am 40. Okay, that just that's wrong. It's wrong, and so I'm pretty sure my partner, my husband, would be like, "Oh mm-hmm. no, that is so wrong." Okay, you know. But, although, but again, going back to that orgy, if I've got to do that every year, could be handy, you know. Hmm. Yeah, you could bring part, him. To, I'm you not could, changing my mind. You could definitely too. bring him to the orgy, though, if you if you. Hey, because you know what, yeah. I can get all my pirates teeth out if I'm, you know, if I'm, you know, got this free rent and all the things that I've done through all these questions. That'll mm-hmm. that's all happening. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then, you know, I can get some dental work. I can, you know, yeah. filters. There's a lot of filters on social media. I just don't go out in the world. You know, we can deal with the pirate teeth a lot better than the weird baby face. Yeah. yeah. I think because of that, honestly, I go with pirate teeth. Also, it, it it brings more joy to people's lives. She's like, you look like, I look my best, wear a suit, and then she's... Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Get a grill, yeah. you know. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, no, you've sold yeah. me. <laughs> pirate yeah. teeth with a grill. Like you could work that into yeah. the whole persona. You just you just lean absolutely. into it. Yeah. Whereas the baby face, everyone is like, oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you human? <laughs> just like... Yeah, exactly. Like mm, mm, that's too far down the freak show line that I would be willing to go. Like, you know, back up and give me the taste, take away the baby face. Yep. True. Yeah. Great analysis. Great <laughs> way and great way to go through it. We're gonna end there. Uh thank you, Beck, for being on. I just want to say to listeners of this podcast, thanks for listening to the podcast. Again, that specific one I mentioned earlier that place to rate them was podchaser.com it's pretty much the imbd of podcasts it's a great place to find new ones get hooked on ones like this google podchaser.com and then look up a thousand crazy questions i'm sure it'll show up there if you're gonna rate go there yeah uh beck just want to hand before we go and hand up the spotlight to you is anything that you want to plug and or just tell the listeners in general um look i have a book out that kind of is a bit of about self-mentoring and some of the stuff i've talked about particularly if you're in the engineering and you'd love to get a hold of it then come and find me I am Words of Beck, B-E-K, on Instagram, on website, which is wordsofbeck.com.au, because remember, I'm an Aussie. And, yeah, look, find me on social media if you can, say hi, and, yeah, just be kind to each other. Cool, yeah. Be kind to each other. Yeah, show up to those orgies. Don't just say you're going to and then not show up. That's right, yeah. Be authentic Mm -hmm. uh, in, in in the best way you can to move people forward in life, not just tear them down. That's awesome, yeah. And that includes that orgy because, you know, <laughs> it could go yeah. very badly otherwise. Exactly. Yeah, thanks for being on. Uh, thank you, listeners. Yeah, everyone have a nice day or night. I have no idea what time it is wherever you are listening. And uh, Thank you, Houston. It's been great and it's been a good laugh to share this last hour with you. No, it, it was great talking to you too. Share this with your friends. Share this with your enemies. Goodbye. As always, follow my music producer D800 D-800 at BeatStars or SoundCloud.com. 